Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Nope. Nope. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am John R. Bray. And I am Heather B. Armstrong. And it's the holidays. And it's just... Chaos. I'm going to guess that you haven't put up a tree since you're moving. I know I could build a tree out of the boxes <laughs> that are now filling my home. That's the thing that I didn't... I don't have a lot of stuff to pack, but I also don't have time during the week but one weekend is really not enough no. time. So I've kind of been packing on the weekends as I can. So half the house is in boxes and it just feels disheveled and scattered and it's driving me nuts. And there's no truth. I, I know how you feel. I know. And I'm kind of, I don't know if meticulous is the right word, but I like to keep things tidy. So when I look around, I, I have honestly shuffled and shifted this pile of boxes like four times to try and make it look better dude you iron your sheets i can't imagine what this is like for you i know it's terrible i still i i did iron my sheets two days ago so i make time for that (laughs) priorities are still there yeah it's uh it's crazy well i mean there's no like everyone always says there's never a good time to do anything like this like there's never a good time to have a kid or move or so i know that whether it was in February or December, it would still be crazy, but it just feels it just feels like not an ideal time to uproot your life. No, 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 I know. Although more ideal than last time I had to move. So <laughs> I, you know, at least it's on my own terms this time. No ideal time to separate or divorce, really, is there? You know? Uh, that's also true. Yeah. Yeah. So no, no tree for me. We, I, we did get an email from Heather C., um, and she actually had a great suggestion. She said, don't even mess with a tree. Just get some command hooks and put them on the wall in the new place, like in the shape of a tree and put Christmas lights. Oh, wow. Like, command a, hooks? Yeah. Like that's a brilliant idea. What, like, what are command hooks? On, they're like those, it's like a plastic hook, but they, they're oh. kind of attached to your wall with that removable adhesive. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. And I kind of floated that by Lexton and was like, hey, you know, the tree situation. I told him, he's like, oh yeah, that'll be fine. So, perfect. No tree. Well, the whole uh, Thanksgiving holiday, because I guess the whole thing, it happened early this year. So, there was a whole week after Thanksgiving when it was still November. And yes, I am a Scrooge. Yes, I am. Totally. Although less so. I mean, everyone knows you dressed up for Halloween. I know. And I even just, just right before we started recording, I've, I, I was happily shopping for Christmas gifts for my children online, like happily. Like I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. They're going to love this. What? (laughs) Wow. Did I, I don't think we covered this. Did you have, did you do like decorative gourds for Thanksgiving? 
Do you still have decorative gourds out? No. Okay. All right. So you didn't cross that threshold. Well, I mean, we had like squash soup. We made squash soup a couple of times and we had like a couple of pumpkins around, but nothing like major in terms of Thanksgiving decor. No. I like how you casually, like there were a couple pumpkins like just around. <laughs> every every Thanksgiving, I go back to that McSweeney's article. It's yes. decorative gourd season, motherfuckers, and read it every year because it's it's awesome. It is because all of a sudden you show up at Trader Joe's or the grocery store and there are gourds everywhere. You're like, where do these gourds, these gourds are just like popped out of the ether. Yeah. Like where do they yeah. come from and who the fuck buys them all? Like there's just heaps of them everywhere and somehow they sell. And who does, who decided that this deformed, like mangy, like rotting <laughs> squash <laughs> represents some sort of like familial and community community holiday, you know? I don't know. I know you throw like a few of those in the middle of your table and it's festive and it's, it is kind of weird. It's festive, motherfuckers. That's right. Yeah. It would be like taking a stack of like stumps and putting them on your table for Christmas. <laughs> like that's basically what it is. Well, so we had that whole week and the little Grinch inside of me was like, I would see people putting up lights or, I, you know, people put up their Christmas tree the weekend of Thanksgiving. And I'm like, come on, it is November. We still have another more than a month until, till Christmas. Come on. And then we hit December 1st and I was okay. Like I'm okay when it's December for you to put up your fucking tree. But like when I was just, I was just driving around that last week of November and I'm like, why are people rushing to the end of time? Slow down. Right. right. <laughs> it's still yeah. November. I mean, I've always, like, I grew up in a family that got it the Saturday after Thanksgiving. But this year yeah. it was so early that it did feel weird. Well, Cowboy gets a a real tree. Right, yeah, you mentioned So that. getting it that early was is not really, like... I think I told you like the lot the only time I ever did a real tree was like the in the first house we ever owned and it dried out super fast and like almost caught fire and Utah's super dry and getting a real tree requires a lot of maintenance to keep that tree up and running. Oh yeah. So we are waiting until well we we're actually we have to travel for business this weekend. I have to go to a board meeting. So sometime next week we'll go get a tree. So that's actually like second week into December, which I'm fine with. I'm totally fine. I could wait until, I mean, I'm not even going to have one this year. It's not, it's not a deal breaker. You just kind of settle into that routine of getting one. And then when you're not going to have one at the same time, it feels weird for no real reason other mm -hmm. than the fact that it's different. Yeah. I mean, and my kids won't be here. My kids are going to be in New York. Right. And I, I want to, I want them to have a tree before they leave and to see it when they get back. But I, I don't know, like, as much as I am enjoying the idea of getting them gifts and getting cowboys children gifts and getting cowboy gifts, like, for some reason, I'm in a, a mood to, like, give things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, there's worse moods to be in, I suppose. I suppose. And it's the um, season. So you're actually, like, right on track. This is good. Well, I think part of it too is, so I, so my book is done, right? Oh yeah. I have the advanced reader's copies in hand. Oh, really? Yes. Is it amazing? Um, um, it is scary as hell. It's very, very, very scary. 
I don't know. I don't know why scary is the word, but like I gave one to Cowboy and like I'll be putting Marlo to bed. And then once I put her to bed, I'll walk into our bedroom and he's reading my book and I want to go hide under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't stand the thought of him reading it for some reason. Has he read any um, pieces of it or nothing until now? Nothing. He's read no part of it. I didn't want him to do it until there was an actual book in hand. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so the only thing that I have left for the book is I have to like solicit blurbs and testimonials for it, which is a little bit of work. But so that project is mostly over. And then there were two, two or three major projects that I had to get done by the end of November and I got them done. And last week and there's a there's a gif of uh brad pitt in i think it's a coen brothers movie where he's like on a treadmill and like he's pumping his fists in the air and he's like an idiot okay. do you know what i'm talking about yeah, i know i know the one i don't know what it's from but yeah yeah he's like pumping his fists in the air like like an idiot and that is exactly how i felt when i got it done and all of a sudden i was flooded with the idea of what i could now do with my life <laughs> all of that time suddenly and i immediately started washing towels <laughs> oh there you go i'm kind of like you sort of like you like to iron your sheets yes i, I do. really like i spent the weekend i cleaned the refrigerator and the freezer from head to toe like a four and a half hour cleaning and the pantry i cleaned and, and it looks awesome now doesn't it Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I clean the pantry. Like, that's what I do when I have time is, like, I organize things, and it is thrilling to me. That's why, though, that's why, like, one or two days is never really enough time. No. Because I think with the way our brains work, you need, like, those couple days to still essentially work your ass off on these things that you've been putting off, and then you need a couple days to not do those things. You need a couple days to, like... Relax. <laughs> right. Exactly. But that must I be laugh. a great feeling. I'm about nine days away from that feeling, I think. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Well, more than that. Probably a couple weeks. I'll go up until almost Christmas. But, oh, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to pump my fists in the air like an idiot. <sighs> You ready to iron some sheets like nobody's fucking That's business, right. man? Hell yeah, I'm just gonna iron and rewash. I have done little bits of Christmas shopping, like things that have just come to mind or whatever. But I think I think mm -hmm. we talked about this last year, even where I mean it's different, obviously, with Marlowe, but with Lexton, he doesn't. There's really there's really nothing he needs, and there's really nothing he's like really wanting. So rather than just buying stuff, I'm trying to find stuff that's, I don't know, kind of a combo of, of thing and experience. Mm -hmm. And that's, I, it's hard. I mean, I'm getting him some books and he's really gotten into film photography. So I'm getting him some film. So things like that, but I don't, I don't really know. And that's what usually right. spoils the holidays for me is I get in that like, this is awesome. I want to give gifts. And then I can't think of what the fuck to get for anybody. And then I just hate yeah. Christmas. <laughs> Marlo put together a list full of like all these little things that you can get off Amazon for really cheap. 
more shit for her room, basically. Okay. Just a little, little tiny little shit that she puts everywhere. It's fine. She loves that stuff. And then I asked Alita, like, what do you want? And so back in 2004, yeah, uh, we bought a Nikon D70. Some people will remember that. Some people will, that will echo in their ears. That was one of the first DSLRs released, digital ones. Digital SLR, yes. That's what the D is for. Okay. Um, we bought a Nikon D70 and then over the years upgraded and gave that D70 to my stepfather, who then upgraded to, he just uses his iPhone now, so he gave the D70 to Lita. Well, in the process of the last 14 years, that camera is broken. And the cost to fix it is prohibitive. And she said that all she wants for Christmas isn't a new camera, except that a new DSLR. <laughs> yeah, they're expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So, interestingly, like, interestingly, I just sent a message. I sent an email to to my John, to Jex, and I asked him what he wanted to do for the girls. We've never done this before. We don't ever, like collaborate or communicate about gift giving and i just thought it was a smart idea for us to do that this year given that we're being so cooperative with each other about the holiday itself and we've been cooperative up until now and i was like hey i'm thinking of doing this for marlo and doing this for lita what are you thinking and i sent off the mail and i was like holy shit (laughs) wow i've come a long way that's yeah Yeah. i mean that's a not, not that, like, either of our situations are filled with tons of animosity, but that's forcing yourself to create a communication that you wouldn't necessarily need mm-hmm. and to put your name on the same thing. Yeah. Well, and I asked, like, his, like, I was like, what do you think about this? And what if we do this, but we have to consider this? And, you know, there's... There's a lot to consider, and I wanted his input. It's going to be long-winded, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he I mean, you're both interested in photography, right? Yeah. So if you're emailing him about a camera, mm-hmm. you're going to get some information back. That's I think that's an awesome gift. I think if a camera yeah, oh yeah, if it, if a kid's into photography in whatever form, I think it's awesome because it is it's a thing, but it's an experience. It's a way to capture memories and just i don't i think it's great she is such a great photographer she's ridiculous she's amazing her eye is fucking amazing and she it comes like so easy to her in fact i did a i went to a sponsored event i may have talked about this we went to a sponsored event back in august for hyundai and i did not know that lita was taking video footage on her camera on her phone oh just throughout the event like clips here and there yeah yeah and when it was over, she put together a movie. And it was amazing. It was amazing. And I showed it to the the um, the what the person at the agency that I was working with, and she's just like, Man, I would love to use this, except the music that she used was from Perfume Genius. Ah. And I was like, Well, I don't know, that song is just so perfect for what she captured, but when you see the video, you're like, how did this kid learn not only to use the software on her phone to like piece together these clips, but the way they were pieced together with the music? Like she has an artistry about her that is innate. 
and I'm sure you're seeing that with Lexton, like with the photography, like watching it happen. Oh yeah. Is really glorious. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's interesting. I mean, he's, he's got a really good eye, but it's just really interesting to see how he sees the world. Yeah. I mean, even he, you know, he'll come home because it's film. So there's a lot of, you know, blank reels or overexposed or because he's learning that stuff as he goes. But even when he comes home with a photo, that's maybe not perfect. It's fascinating to see how he sees something because I can look at that. I can look at that photo and know how I would have taken it. Not that, not that my way is any better, but it's just really interesting to see how he sees things. Yeah. And, and I think film is just, I mean, for him, especially he's very hands-on and, you know, does he do like a, a, a dark room? Yes. Yeah. His class, I mean, what got him into it was the black and white photo class and they do like actual dark room developing, which wow. he thinks is amazing. I mean, that was I what got me interested in photography in college was the idea of just hand developing. And I loved it. Huh. Cause I've never done that. Neither has Lita. It's all been digital. Okay. It's, yeah. it's really cool. I think it just, because you've got a finite number of photos on a roll of film and essentially when you, when you're first learning, at least every role is a gamble. And I think that's yeah. just, uh, it's an interesting perspective. That was it's you, interesting. You bring that up when we were in Italy, cowboy's daughter, like her phone didn't have a battery that worked and she wanted, sorry, not her phone, her camera, her camera didn't have a battery that worked. And they were pretty strict about the kids not having phones because they wanted the kids to be immersed in this whole Italian experience and they didn't want the kids texting or doing anything online so she couldn't have her phone to take photos and her the battery was missing on her the, the camera that she brought so she didn't have a camera to take photos while she was there so <laughs> we went searching and finally found like one of those Kodak 27 picture like you know I'm talking about the disposable cameras oh yeah I haven't I haven't touched one of those in over a decade <laughs> Right? So we finally found one in some souvenir shop. I think we got her one or two of them that had like 27 photos on it. And we had to like explain to her, like, once you take the, the shot, that's it. Like, you can't go back. You can't look at it. You can't see what you took. You can't erase it. You have to move forward to the next one. And then you only have 26 left. And she was like, what? <laughs> yeah. What is this? What? Well, I think that not being able to see it is even worse than the than the finite mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i mean if you have a phone that runs out of storage like i think that's a concept that hasn't gone away but that was something with with lexton that was really hard i'm like when you take the photo you can see through the the viewfinder yeah and i said depending on the camera you're using that viewfinder might adjust based on your lens settings because once you hit that shutter and the film advances that's it you have no idea if it turned out yeah and so you could spend all day shooting tons of film and all of it is garbage. <laughs> and that's just how it goes. All of it is garbage. Exactly. I mean, well I done. So much money on film in college. Oh my God. Oh God. I can't, I can only, I mean, that's, I can't imagine. I, even on my, even on my phone, I take three or four photos of everything that I take a picture of. It's just a habit of mine. Yeah. Just to make sure that at least one of them turns out steady and focused. I can't imagine. Yeah. It's, I mean, I do the same thing. Like I will take several and, but the frustrating thing about that, I think is I do that. And in my head, 
I tell myself I took six photos and I'm going to find the one that's really good and delete the other five. I never do. I find Uh the good one for whatever I want to use it for, but then I leave the others in there. So I just have thousands of photos and most of them are duplicates. And if you do that long enough, then it's so overwhelming. You never actually go back. Oh, no. I I bought the, I think I, I subscribed to the uh, Apple, I think I have a terabyte of iCloud space Okay. for my photos. You don't want to know how many photos that I have. You don't want to know. Because I stopped, I, at one point I was doing with that, I was going back and deleting all the ones that didn't turn out well, and then I stopped. <laughs> yeah. I. You don't want to know how many photos I have. That's one of the things I don't like, is that it... It, you kind of take it for granted because you can just take mm-hmm. as many as you want. And I, I went to, I, I wish I could remember this photographer's name. I'll have to look it up. But he was a national geographic photographer. And after a while he, he got really, and, and even, I, I think even when he was shooting film to get the right shot, they would just shoot burst. You know, I mean, they mm-hmm. would, if it was film, they would just shoot 24, boom, 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 back to back to make sure they could capture this animal or this event or whatever it was. And he, he didn't really like that mode. So he went through a year of taking one photo per day. Not oh, like wow. 30 of the same thing and then picking one, just one push of the button and that was it. To kind of recalibrate how he viewed photography and the importance of a shot. Wow. And that's intense. I mean, I that also don't intense. know if he has kids because if you have kids, there's no way that's going to happen. But... <laughs> it was an interesting, it was a really interesting perspective. Did you see there was a, there was a video going around yesterday on Twitter of a, somebody standing over this woman and they're blowing up this bubble of smoke. Oh no. And they drop it in front of her face and she like pushes her face through the smoke, the bubble of smoke and the bubble of smoke explodes around her face. And right as she does that, the photographer takes one shot. No. And it shows it, it's basically the still for a new series that's coming out. And then it's the still for the cover image of it. And it is the, it is the most gorgeous shot of this woman, like with this exploding smoke bubble around her head. And he just took one shot, just one. Like they didn't do 10 takes or something. They just, no. Did well, one. if you watch the video, the flash only goes off once. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the smoke itself sounds fascinating i should look that up i have not seen that <laughs> i'll have to find that and link to it but photography yeah it plays i mean oh, there's going to be a lot of photography related things for christmas i think i'm going to like get some photos printed for the kids for sure oh nice i'm getting marlo some socks with cocoa on them and a pillow with cocoa on them. Oh my God. I just saw an advertisement for getting your dog's face on socks. It yeah, is awesome. Everybody's getting that. I'm going to do it. I'm actually going to do it. Oh man. So that'll be fun. Just, yeah. just make sure you, you let Lita know that she can take as many photos of the same thing as possible. Just delete them. Just, just delete them or you'll turn into us. And that's horrifying. You just have terabytes of photos that you're terrified to look through. It's all a waste. It's all a waste. Well, I go back to 2002 and 2003 and I look and we, I, I didn't take nearly enough photos of Chuck and where we were and what was going on. And I'm like, why didn't I take more photos? And then I get to 
2009 and 2010, it's like, holy shit, Heather. (laughs) (laughs) How are you supposed to get through all this? Make it up for lost time. (laughs) It depends, too, on what you end up doing with them. And I think that's probably the reason that I've soured on digital. Because I took so many and I never did anything. I mean, aside from social posting. But in terms of printing, I haven't really printed anything. Which, in part... Like I've said before, I never really wanted to hang art anywhere I've lived, so that's another aspect of that. But if you have something to do with them or you're going to put them in an album, then that's cool. Otherwise, I just I know I have just thousands upon thousands upon tens of thousands of photos. And I'm like, what the, what the hell am I going to do? Well, I think I told you, I get all of my Instagram photos printed. I, have, I haven't done it since oh, early spring. But um, I'll go through at the end of the year and print all of my Instagram photos. And I have these things that I can hang them on and you can, and because they're not like permanent frames, you can change them out here and there and remember the trip that I took to New York and remember the trip that we took to Disneyland and remember the trip that we took to California. And when I started doing that, like I, I realized that I started really curating I've always curated my Instagram feed, but I really started to curate my Instagram feed. Like, what did I really want to print? And what did and knowing and knowing that I print my Instagram feed, going, I'm going to put this on my Instagram feed because I want it, I want it to be printed, not just because I want to share it, but I want to print it out. So that so posting yeah. it is almost your way of committing to order that print. Yeah. Interesting. So you mm-hmm. have like a box of all the extra yeah. prints that aren't hanging? Uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! They're just I have huh. a box. I have many, 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 many square photos. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good idea because that's I mean, where I post most intentionally is there. Mm-hmm. I should. I do remember you talking about that. And there's a lot of I, I've actually heard of some services that will that automatically will like print at the end of the month and send to you. Yeah. Which I guess if you if you post a lot in a month, that makes sense. If you don't, then it's not really worth it. But I should look into that. Yeah. But but Lexton has still like even despite the the film photography, still does not have any interest in like Instagram at all. Nothing. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't know why he just genuinely does not care at all about social media. Which honestly well, is I... probably okay, but yeah, <laughs> it's just it's it's interesting. And he's a couple of his friends don't either. It's like. Maybe that's becoming a thing. I don't know. Well, like I know Lita's friends mostly communicate through Snapchat. Okay. And their their groups are pretty small. Like they're not really interested in the large audiences, at least in terms for their own stuff. And I made her promise that she would stop going through her feed and deleting everything. <laughs> Is that what she was doing on Instagram? Oh, yeah. Like oh, she wow. got home. Was it this year or last year? She got home from camp and deleted everything. She started over. And I was like, what did you do to me? Why? Like, you, that's what they, I, apparently, I, I wrote about it. And all these, all these mothers and fathers came out of the woodwork to say, my kid does the same thing. Like, it's a thing that they do. And she's super self-critical of her work, which blows my mind because she's so talented. But, like, she took these photos. She went to... This went oh so we have to talk about this really quick. Okay. She went she went to a winter dance on Oh my god, that was Saturday, right? On Saturday, yes. I wish I had time to write about this and hopefully I will at some point because it's 
very important that I do. She, she had to write about it for the paper. And she agreed to go with another kid. Well, quote, unquote, agreed to go with another kid who has to write about it as well. But they bought tickets together because buying tickets together is cheaper than buying just a single ticket. So this but was they like didn't a journalist go, date. Sort of, yeah. Okay. They they sort of, they got there together and they went in together, but then they sort of went their separate ways and hung out with their own friends. Okay, gotcha. All right. I knew going into this that um, she needed a new dress. She needed new shoes. She needed new bras to wear with the dress. She needed to get her makeup done. She needed to get her hair done. She needed to get her eyebrows waxed. Like, there was a lot to get done, and I couldn't get it done until the day of. So we headed out Saturday morning and just hit the ground running. And I was in a great mood. (laughs) Well, that's a big event for her. I mean, it's a big event. Is this the first official high school dance? She, I was, I happened to be, where was I? I think I was in, I think it was in Vegas when she went to homecoming. I was not here. Okay. But this was sort of the, the, the one where she really dressed up and like it was sort of official and you know, I drove her and I dropped her off and I took a picture of her and the kid that she quote unquote agreed to go with. Um but as we were shopping, like I was I was the one looking for her dresses and I was like holding them up to her and I was encouraging her to look more and, and to look more and and I said, you know, look at me. <laughs> I'm not having a panic attack. And I think that's, I think for me, and I realize this, there are certain spaces like Abercrombie in the darkness that cause me a sense of claustrophobia. The people, the hordes of people cause me a little bit of panic, but I was doing, I did really, 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 really well on Saturday. And I want to give myself credit for that because when we checked out of TJ Maxx with all of our stuff, it was a, almost 45 minute line holy damn to check out yeah like that line literally curved all the way to the back of the store nope nope ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Then we went from there to get our eyebrows waxed and then we went and we went and got lunch and then I went to take her to get her her hair blown out and then we came home and I did her makeup and like and then I had to drive her there and so my entire day was leading up to dropping her off at this winter dance and I stayed awake until I knew that she was home and she just sort of texted me as she came in and I'm like well did you have a good time 
And she wrote back, yes, in capital letters with three exclamation points. Oh, good. (laughs) That's awesome. Which is great because everybody my age, when I talk to them about this, they're like, oh, God, I hated those dances. They were terrible. (laughs) And she had a wonderful time because she hung out with her friends, you know? Right. So, yeah. That's awesome. I wonder, too, though, like, did everyone hate them at the time or looking back? I did. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying mm-hmm. to decide. I mean, there were definitely some I hated at the time. It was awkward. Oh, God. They're super awkward. Oh, yeah. So awkward. Oh, yeah. And did you guys, I can't remember if we talked about this. Did you, or or maybe they still do it. I don't know what they're called. Is it the Sadie Hawkins? We called it the twerp, which I don't even know where the, the twerp from. But where the girl asked the guy, it's like, a, it was a Yeah, thing. the Sadie Hawkins. Okay. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. Such an awkward time to be. I never did that. You never did that? No. No. Wow. Actually, I went stag to my senior prom. I went with three juniors to my senior prom. Three girl juniors, friends that I barely knew because I didn't have anybody to go with. Wow. But you really wanted to go. Yeah. It was my senior prom and something you, it's something in the South that you look forward to. I mean, the prom is a big thing, yeah. I get it. I'm pretty sure I missed my senior prom. (sighs) I went went twice because I went once when I was like a freshman or a sophomore, and then I think I went as a junior, and then I'm just, by that point, I was done. Done. Yeah. Done with the awkward. But it sounds like Lita had a lovely time, so maybe her high school dance experience will be much better. She had a really lovely time, and so we got her eyebrows waxed and she's wearing contact lenses and I've done her makeup and she's got her hair done. And the next morning, uh, she finally woke up. <laughs> she finally, finally crawled out of bed. My teenager, um, it was like 1130 in the morning and I'm just like standing there like this eager little bunny, like, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, right. tell me, tell me, tell me. And she just, she's like, I had a really great time. And she, and this is what she said, and which was just like, it blew my mind. She's like, you know, I just felt really good about myself. Like, I felt really confident. And it felt good to feel that way. And Damn. Uh, I just, yeah. I mean, my God. I never said that when I was 14 years old. Whew. Well, no, I mean, to verbalize it, but to actually be able to take a step back and say, that's, that's why I had a good time. Like, to recognize yeah. that alone is huge. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Yeah, it was it was a good day. It was a good night. I'm really glad that I invested all that time and money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, high school dances are, are no joke. No. Oh. Wow, well, that's awesome. And when is she, what is she writing? Like, what is the, what's the assignment? Well, I told her that she needed to bring up the fact that it's sort of discriminatory to charge less for two tickets than one. Oh yeah definitely because you're then you're punishing people who don't have anybody to go with or don't have a date right, right? and like why do why why discourage a, a single person from going if they have to buy it in in a pair yeah but i told her that she should write about you know getting ready for it and what it was like and she could also like compare it to my experience at a winter dance and how it, it was awkward for me and I didn't have anybody to hang out. I mean, I went with my boyfriend, the winter dance that I went to, but he was a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> a 
All right then. So that kind of kills it. <laughs> yeah, and it was it, I I was really 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 insecure and yeah. So we've talked quite a bit. I told her, you know, take mental notes about everything that you see and smell and taste and touch and you know, that's just that's how I write my posts and it's how I write my book is like I I took mental notes constantly and if you have to write a note down on your phone, do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she had fun. It's not like she was so overwhelmed with the assignment, which no. is great because I, I mean, I know how focused she is, so I could see that easily happening, like just getting so stressed out about making sure she got all the details and yeah, that's great. When is it due? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure at all. I'll, I'll talk to her about that today, but I'm picking up her permanent contact lenses today as well. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a big, 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 big year for things. What I have to ask, what was it that pushed her over that edge with the contacts? Because Lexton is also bound to glasses, and he's not really enthusiastic about contacts, but I feel like he would like them if he gave them a chance. She, I haven't ever spoken to her about it. She actually went to my mother. She was afraid that, I was going to be stressed out about the whole... And she's right. <laughs> so she was justified in going to your mom. She was just like, I, I, you know, I know mom's busy and she's going to have to take me to get to the eye doctor and it's a whole process and it's going to cost. And But like, I was like, if you want to do contact lenses, let's make it happen. She was just... I had never spoken to her about them, but she wanted to be free from the glasses on her face. She also wanted to be able to put on, if she wanted to, to put on mascara. Her eye, She's blessed with the most gorgeous eyelashes a human being's ever had. They're super long and they're super thick. And she couldn't wear mascara with glasses because she would blink and her, her eyes would catch on her glasses. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. So... She would, and she just thought that. I, I think that for her, it was the responsibility of it, and it was like this step towards becoming more realized. And I was really, really scared about, you know, I, I can't have anything put near my eye whatsoever. I would never be able to put in a contact lens. I don't think. Yeah, um, that's kind of that's how his mom is. So I feel like mm-hmm. I think that's what prevents him, but. She is eager for responsibility and she's eager for, I want to take responsibility for this and to be more, I want to be old. She wants to be older, not older, but like she wants to be taken seriously. She, she really wants to take over her life. I mean, she's already talking about getting, a savings account and a job and a car. And she's already talked to me about my feelings about her moving out of state potentially to go to college and after. So she's like really, Oh man, it's just, it's all downhill. Lita, just, (laughs) just let someone else do it for you. Oh my God. (laughs) I do remember that. I remember being excited about that. Oh, nostalgia. About which part? About wanting, like, wanting the responsibility, wanting to be taken more seriously as an individual rather than, like, an appendage of your parents. Yeah. 
because it seems cool, and it is for a while. I mean, it is it is cool anyway, but it's like, I think even the most responsible of kids are like, oh, I'm going to get a job and a car, and I know that I have to pay for gas and insurance, but you you don't know what that's like. Like, you can't, and you, you, you can't understand that, you know, when you get a flat tire that can't be patched and it's, you know, 150 bucks for a tire, it's like, oh, my God, that's not as fun as owning a car. <laughs> I think also, like, she's been hanging out with her friends a lot more. I think I told you I've, I've spent a lot of weekends driving her back and forth between social events. And, you know, and I don't bother her about what did you do, who was there, what's going on. Like, I'm, I'm really trying to give her her space and her freedom. And I think that she realizes that and she realizes how amazing it is to go out and and it's just her and she, only she's responsible for what she's doing. And I really do feel like the moment that this kid can get out of get out of like the space, she's going to hit she's going to hit the ground running. She's going to go live in the dorms and then she's going to go get an apartment and like she's going to be gone. Like that's Lita. Which is cool but terrifying, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah. and you know and i will i will say you know as hard as it has been as you understand as single parents will understand as hard as it has been to do this alone for so long the fact that she knows how to travel across the country and get on a plane and do all of that and she's like down to the very tiniest minutia of of doing that i think that has uh helped transform her into this really really independent like you know i can i can do this by myself mom that's really interesting because that is something like that for a kid is a it's a big deal so for her to see it's almost like if i can do that i can do these other 15 things because mm-hmm. I can fly across country, so why not? I can go to camp for six weeks and not miss you right. and be fine and have a great time. Yeah. So she can't wait to graduate and go stay in the dorms. Like, that's, like, the most exciting thing to her right now, the idea of that. That's so – it honestly – I mean, I'm sure it's a personality difference, but I wonder, too, if it's just a maturity gender difference. Because, yeah. like, Lexton hasn't given it. Yes. <laughs> thought to that like i don't think he's thought past three days from now just hasn't that's just not how his brain works not not to anything i mean at all period Mm -hmm. so that's really cool well i don't you know i have no idea what how marlo's gonna react (laughs) right no idea well hopefully you have a finished basement so 20 years from now when she's hanging out down there (laughs) all set right who knows I mean, I think too, like some kids are very, they have a very clear direction from very young mm-hmm. and some, it takes a really long time, but I think there's others where they, not they flounder, but they're kind of directionless. And then all of a sudden it's like a, a switch just flips and that's it. Right. I mean, I had, a, I had a friend in high school who was really big into sports and not super academic and never really cared about academics and like sophomore year came around and I don't know what happened, but everything changed for him. He stopped playing one of his sports. He started to get straight A's. He became really active. He's a pharmacist now. Like, yeah, it was bizarre and really good. I mean, he was still very much the same person and we stayed in touch, but it was just a, it was wild. 
Yeah, I know like one of my friends was married to a man who did not graduate high school and was arrested several times for possession of drugs and ended up getting his GED and then going on to get his bachelor's and then his master's. And now he is the executive uh, of a, an architecture firm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You think back to his high school years and it's like, whoa, like what happened? Like what was the switch that flipped? Yeah. Yeah. Or you just, I, I think too, like maybe he just really thought the other way of living was going to pan out and finally just mm-hmm. had to admit one day like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't who I thought I would be. So I need to make that change. You know? Yeah. That is, yeah. I mean, you figure it out eventually for the most part, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe you don't. Some people definitely well, don't. And you also wonder, you also want, I, I wonder quite a bit about nature versus nurture. I'm very, very much like my mother. I mean, my father was ambitious too, but my mother is, you know, my mother got divorced from my dad so that she could work. She wanted to work and my dad did not want her to. And my mother just hit the ground running after the divorce. She literally started her career when she was 42. That's when she started working. Wow. And she was, she's always been driven to work. And I look at Lita and then like, it's like Lita is like a kind of a smaller version of my mother that way. And not that and John's ambitious and John's very talented and, but you know, John did not excel, I don't think in high school. And he's, so this, so the way Lita is excelling in high school is blowing John's mind, blowing his mind. Like he, he has a daughter who's getting straight A's, right? And she's taking these honors classes. It's blowing his mind. Right. And because he, in high school, he was just like, eh, whatever. Like, I'll show up. Right. And you're kind of the other end of the spectrum. Like, yeah, you can get an A, yeah. but don't, don't freak out if you don't. <laughs> it's okay. And I don't know, because I haven't really ever pushed her. And I, I keep having to reassure her. You know, listen, it's fine if you get a B. It's okay. It's okay if you get an A minus. And like, I'm not pushing you to get a 4.0, hon. That's not me. I don't, I'm not, I do not want to put any of that pressure on you at all. Right. So I'm curious as to how Marlo will progress from here. I don't know. They're two very, 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 very different kids. Yeah. No, I think the idea of nature versus nurture is fascinating yeah and i think i think both play in but i don't think either is like totally permanent if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like Mm nature is part of it but i think you can buffer some of those things like if 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 it's a not an undesirable quality but you know a hurdle then you can help them overcome that it will never go away but you can you know work through it yeah yeah Again, in theory, I mean, easier said than done. <laughs> easier said than done, yes. My sister stayed home with all of her kids uh, up until two or three years ago when her twins, which are the last two, went, I think they started high school. I think that's when she went to work. She started when she was like 41, 42, 43. And First of all, her kids are the most amazing kids in the world. There could be a total case made for a mother staying home to raise her children because <laughs> all of her kids turned out like fucking amazing. My sister has the best kids, really, like the, the kindest, sweetest, most polite, 
um, hardworking, all of them, all five of them turned out this way. Wow. And then so she uh, started working at a cafeteria. I'm just going to brag about my sister for a second. She started just, man, she was like the head cook at a cafeteria for a school near her home. And now she has worked up to be basically managing 40 different chefs at, at, at different cafeterias across the, the district. Oh, wow. Yeah. So same as your mom, basically. Same as my mom. Yep. And she, what's so funny about it is she went into interview for this position and blew their minds like the woman who inter- the the main woman who interviewed her called her and said we were going to interview other people but you came in and we haven't been able to stop talking about you can you start tomorrow oh my god <laughs> that's awesome yeah it makes me so happy for her to bloom like that not late in life but like at this stage in life you know right well when she was ready like she probably could have bloomed mm-hmm. like that at 22 but she wanted to apply that to something else. She wanted you know? to raise her kids. Yeah. yeah. So she Not did that bloom working in her mothers own way. aren't. Yeah. Not that working mothers aren't raising their kids, but no, no, God. she was at home, like literally at home raising her kids every day in the in the work of that. Right. Um, which I could never do. I did it for 18 months and I was like, nope, not doing this. <laughs> yeah. My hat's off to all the women who can. I admire the fuck out of you. I mean, I'm home a lot with Lexton being that he homeschooled and I can't, I can't imagine all the time, <laughs> especially with multiple. I mean, my, my sister does it too, four kids under 10 and I, oh man. <laughs> By the way, so I, I told you my cleaning lady is the last thing that will ever go if I have to, in budget wise. Right. I've been with her for over 10 years, and she had to reschedule. I try not to have her come when we record, but today was the only day that she could come. I came upstairs, and I held up my little uh, SD card, and I said, I need to go into my closet and and record on that microphone again. And she's like, oh, okay, let me go mop upstairs really quick. And then she came back downstairs, and I started to walk up, and she goes, what do you do? (laughs) She's been with you for 10 years? Yes. Well, I mean, I guess like holding up a card and saying you have to go record in a closet does kind of raise some (laughs) questions. And let's just be honest. She she looked at me and she goes, what do you do? And I said, oh, yeah, um, I'm a writer. And she's like, oh, okay. I said, I have a book coming out next, next, uh, next year. I said, I know that doesn't make sense with me recording, but it all ties. It all makes sense eventually. (laughs) She's like, yeah, sure. uh Uh-huh. Writing. Go have fun in your closet. Oh, man. That's awesome. Speaking yeah. of, I don't know where I'm going to record. I don't have a place to record. I know. Like, that has been a thing, shifting from house to house oh, with, with the recording equipment. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. I do have. I I, I will be getting a dishwasher, but I don't know where oh. I'm going to record. Well, shit. You should not record close to the dishwasher. Well, yeah, that's. Don't. It'll be it'll be a closet or some. I don't, I don't know. God, I guess that's the least of my worries right although a friend of mine texted me i don't know if it was a a headline or like a snippet from an article but she texted me something that says it's definitely from an article dishwashing might be messing with your sex life don't worry though here are some foreplay tips for a healthier sex life that can balance it all out 
Excuse me? So maybe getting a dishwasher is going to just turn shit around for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can take from that. Is it because your hands get wrinkly from washing dishes? I don't know what the logic, it was just a screenshot, but I don't know if that's the logic or if it's you're spending so much time on it. I, there's really no way that could go that makes any sense. Huh. Yeah. But I'm going to have to ask for the link and read it because now I have to know. I I wrote about this so I can say it, but um, John would grope me when I would, uh, (laughs) <laughs> lean down to like load the dishwasher okay. and it it made me angry it made me very angry it was just like please don't please don't do that to me while i'm doing this like i'm doing a chore that helps the whole family and you're grabbing my boob please stop so dishwashing was I don't messing find with it, your sex life heather i don't find it funny i don't find it sexy i don't find it romantic take your hands and put them elsewhere when I'm done with this, we might consider it, but not while I'm bending over putting a dish into the dishwasher. You may Thank consider you. it. Oh, God. <laughs> when I'm finished, you can consider that option. Oh, man. Yeah, now I have to read it. Shit. Now you have to read it so I understand why. Like, I've I've had dishwashers now. God, I don't know. I didn't have a dishwasher in L.A. I think that was the last time I didn't have one. I mean, I've had one... I don't know, just not since I've been here. I, that's going to save so much time. You've Holy got shit. to forward this to me. I know. I know. Only, be- only because maybe it would explain some past relationships. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that could that could be it. I don't know. Now, now, I, have to, now I have to really mull that over. We should just mm-hmm. map out relationships based on dishwasher status and see what it says. Although I, I'm skeptical that this is really going to get into detail or if it's just going to jump right into those non-dishwashing foreplay tips, which mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take those anyway, but really fascinated by the dishwashing. Yeah. And also, I think we should probably mention that we we're approaching, we're approaching a million downloads, right? We are indeed. We were like, let's just get into it. Let's just get into the nitty gritty. Let's, let's talk about sex. Let's talk about porn. That's right. <laughs> All the things that we've maybe touched on, but not really gotten too deep into. Yeah. And so as we wind down this episode, of course, we want to hear about your kids going to the winter dance and nature versus nurture and Christmas shopping and Christmas decorations. But we'd also, if there's something that we haven't talked about or we've avoided or we've danced around lightly that you would like us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, whether it's like a, a just a universal issue or yeah. a question for one of us, I mean, that doesn't mean we're necessarily going to cover everything, but let us know for sure. Yeah. Which means... I can talk about my porn collection for sure. I just... Tumblr. I Tumblr. Did you see I that? I was just going to say, I read that and you are the first person that came to mind. <laughs> so like Tumblr is now, it's banning porn as of the 17th or 18th. And it, like your name immediately popped into my head. Well, that, I had some bookmarks on Tumblr that completely went dark like a year or two ago. And I was like, oh man, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> hate it. Oh. Let's go find newborn. <laughs> it must have moved somewhere. They must have known <laughs> know. it was coming. Yeah, so we'll get into yeah. to all of that. So definitely um, email us at stories at manicramblings.com or you can find us on social and share your suggestions over there 
which would be Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Manic Ramblings. And of course, Patreon to keep the ramblings alive. You can find us at patreon.com slash Manic Ramblings. Yes. So many places. So many places. And until next time, an early happy holidays and uh, nature versus nurture. Although I'm going to say nurture, I'm going to take full credit for my kid right now. Just, just at least for the next like week, I'm just going to revel in the fact that Do my it. kid is so amazing. So it's well deserved. Yeah. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.